I mean, no one comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan. And I will be your host for this morning. Bruce uh, is on assignment this week, and uh, he should be uh, in that seat there next week and uh, as the co-host. In the meantime, I just wanted to get a few things off the agenda this morning, and then we'll get into some more other things. But uh, I just uh, can't believe how we have um, a situation where the president, people can call him all kinds of names as a racist and all of this. And for me, I don't know of any word that that could uh, be more uh, ugly than that. But, uh, But still... Uh, I'm talking about the racist word. I mean, some of the some of the acts that were committed by true racists in this country, and uh, and and it just doesn't seem to get across to people that that type of behavior is no longer uh, being committed. But in, instead of people understanding that, they want to equate people like Donald Trump with those people. And uh, so he's never committed any kind of crime in that in that kind of sense. But yet and still you hear people throw that word at him as if it was uh, just a handful of candy. And, uh, and, and it should be overlooked. And no, I say no. But um, uh, again, uh, we see that uh, Megan McCain comes out and trashes the president and his wife and his daughter saying that they got to get this, get him in line. If they don't get him in line, they're responsible as much as he is for his behavior. And uh, again, I uh, tell me what the behavior is. So I believe to my heart that just as words that uh, are harmful to the homosexual community um, or to different racial groups. There are words that uh, people shouldn't uh, be allowed or aren't allowed to, to say in, in any form unless they be soundly and roundly condemned for saying it. Well, I think that that term racist ought to be confined to that. I mean, because the way that they have applied that, that particular word to the, this president is, uh, is shameful. 
And so now you can get people like Meghan McCain and uh, and and this this guy that um, was the editor of a religious magazine, I guess that Billy Graham's uh, father uh, started, uh, Billy Graham Jr. His father started, and this guy writes for that magazine. And uh, he says that uh, President Trump should be removed from from office because of what he said about uh, John Dingell, I guess. And so did uh, Megan McCain. She uh, she was uh, all upset about it. But the thing is that um, if uh, the the people understood that that the things that happened earlier in 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 this country that that made these words prominent like racist and and every everything Donald Trump says is somebody objects to it and um they don't realize that that uh that the country is is has always been where you could uh, basically have just about your way with with words and in 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 my estimation that's it's as it should be uh you should be able to have uh the freedom to speak your mind but for some reason or other we've we've uh, morphed into a country where again i i've i've said this over and over that there's two a two-tiered system one for <laughs> Republicans and conservatives, and the other for Democrats and leftists. And there is only a few words that you can can utter, and they have to be correct politically. Or, you know, people will come out of the woodwork and, and soundly rebuff you. And I, I don't think that that's right, because, you, you, you know, um, just about everything that the president says, if it's controversy on any kind, people start to assign his meaning to the word. And and again, I, I go back to the incident that happened when President Trump first got elected and they came out with this clip from his Hollywood days when he was walking around with a live camera. And so you know that people had treachery in their heart if they would hold on to this after probably 10, 12 years and they were still holding on to it, waiting for the right moment, just like they've done time after time with President Trump. Let him say something and they go to find something that... uh, uh, would uh, indicate that they it was that President Trump was what they projected over onto him, instead of being what he said or what he actually. Well, most of the time it, it doesn't matter about what he meant. The only thing is that whatever he says, they assign their own interpretation of what he meant. And that's the, that's the thing. And it, you go right on down the line to this impeachment. And uh, the impeachment is something that uh, it, it should be a way for the president to exact some kind 
of punishment personally, but you know that I understand that that will never happen. But let's look at um, the history. I mean, President Abraham Lincoln, one of the most famous and one of the most revered presidents we've ever had, he actually did exact some revenge on people for things that, uh, that they did in the terms of uh, constitutional uh, uh, punishment. And uh, he, he went extra constitution because he was in a war. And he actually put people in jail or had people put in jail under the, uh, the I guess, the, the, war, the War Act or whatever because he actually arrested a congressman. He actually sent out uh, a warrant <laughs> for a, a, a judge, a justice of a, of a high court. And he also had heads of newspapers that pr printed and put out falsehoods or maybe things that he didn't like. He arrested them, put, <laughs> put them in jail. So when you hear uh, the Democrats talk about how President Trump is not following his his oath of office and his uh, in the Constitution of the United States. He, uh, President Trump has done absolutely nothing compared to what Abraham Lincoln did by uh, removing habeas corpus <laughs> and and things like that. And, and I I have uh, it somewhere in my stack uh, a, an actual uh, accounting of some of the things that he did do. And uh, actually, uh, under the War Powers Act, I, I guess he can do it. So I guess that's one of the reasons why Democrats are so just afraid when, when President Trump exerts any type of executive power. And, and they had absolutely nothing to say about all the executive orders that were put down by a lot of other people. But, uh, you know, they, uh, he cited the, uh, uh, the border as being a, uh, a national emergency. And, uh, I mean, the Democrats just went haywire. I mean, they absolutely went wild on the idea that, he, you know, he would go extra constitution and, and, and uh, do it on his own and say that there is a crisis on the border and it needed to be uh, attended to. Democrats would just as soon leave the, door, uh, the back door wide open and, and the border with no coverage at all. And uh, so this is the thing that allows people like Meghan McCain, like uh, uh, Robert De Niro and other people in the Hollywood sphere, the people that have the the notoriety and the and the power of celebrity to do whatever they want, and goes back to the most damaging of the uh, of the, the the projection of people's ideas of what President Trump said, the idea of what he said about women 
They said that he wants to, he wanted to, and he does grab women in the private parts. And he never said that. He said, if you are a celebrity, women will allow you to grab them in the private parts. And they, they never say what he actually said. And all of these things are projected on him that people like uh, Harvey Weinstein and, and uh, uh, what's the guy's name uh, that got hung, supposedly hung himself in prison. Uh, all of these things are projected onto him because of the, of the behavior which President Trump has never exhibited. He's never exhibited any of those. Now, he's been a philander, but he was a single or either a married man, and maybe who knows what the, what the, what the situation was. They won't give him the reasonable doubt that goes along with the accusation, like they did with President Bill Clinton when he was doing what he was doing, the people that are so hard on President Trump about that particular statement that he made have no such anger at Bill Clinton for the things that he actually did. And this goes on and on and on and on in everyday life of how Democrats and leftists view the actions of people that are on the right and people that are conservative and even people that are just everyday Republicans. The hate is just that much for anyone that objects to the power that the Democrat Party seeks and demands and does just about anything to acquire and retain power. And that's what the, this the whole thing is about. And this impeachment is, uh, to me, coming to uh, a, a resolution. But it's going to take some more time because uh, Senator McConnell, to me, uh, it has he's got he's on the right track, but. I would just say that I would uh, I would like to do what the president wants to do. Open this investigation up and put it on the table and get all of the suspicion directed in the in the uh, in the proper uh, place. And I'm talking about with the Democrat Party. They are the ones that did all of this and it was done with the FBI and the security agencies like the CIA and the NSA and all of these alphabet agencies and the State Department. And, uh, and all of this needs to be opened up and, and put out there in the open. And what, uh, what I don't uh, understand is that uh, back... In the probably 80s, and uh, I think it was in the 80s, they had the select committee on 
on assassinations when they uh, they they were investigating the assassination of President Kennedy, Martin Luther King, and a few other people, maybe. And they made some conclusions. And, and, and what they did was they, they did some, uh, some doctoring with the, with the intelligence agencies. But they, they should have done a lot more, in my estimation. They should have uh, opened these, these, these agencies up and set them out and uh, put a spyglass on them and open it up to the sunshine of a transparency to, to examine these, these organizations and not have anything laying back talking about, uh, well, that's, that's privilege. And we can't tell you about this because of secrecy in government. And, 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 and they got away with it um, partially because the, the, uh, the buying off of uh, John Conyers with the, with the Martin Luther King uh, holiday, uh, you know, being named as a holiday because there, there was a lot more information that should have been put out and examined. And, and, and so these kind of things never, ever again happen. Well, it's the same thing with this. This is a lot more serious than people believe. We, all, we actually have the, the, the same outcome of an assassination of what they attempted to do with President Trump. So I believe that assassination is no different than character assassination. They both accomplish the objective. That, that objective is to stop a president, in this case a president, from doing the job that would make people want him to be in power for at least eight years and his policies to be to hold power for who knows how long. Well, it's the same thing that Lyndon Johnson said about the legislation of civil rights. The civil rights law, what he said, people ignore today. But when I heard it the first time, I was very, very angry and still am about it. But he got away with it because he understood that if you give people something that they think is of benefit to them, you can get away with saying a whole lot of things. And what President Johnson said about having black people vote for him for the next, vote Democrat for the next 200 years. And if you look back at it, you see that he made a down payment and that pay, down payment is 50 years of black people voting Democrat. So, that's when, so when people tell me today 
that uh, Donald Trump and Republicans are racist and they they're not they don't respect uh, poor people they they, uh, they 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 don't care about poor people they they uh, they actually want to take from co- uh, poor people. When I hear them say that, and I understand very well that they understand that power translates to votes. And, and so that's why we see what we see today. That's why we see a character assassination of a president that's doing a, a tremendous job. And yet and still, they, <laughs> you asked uh, so many people that have voted Democrat all their life and their fathers and mothers and grandfathers and grandmothers voted Democrat all of them, all of their lives. And we go back 50 years and we see black people voting Democrat, even though the Democrat party was divided just like uh, the Civil War. And uh, the Deep South was intensely Democrat, but it was also intensely racist. The true racist, the true racism existed in the, in the South. And so now today, but, but people look back and say, well, my father and my grandfather and my great-grandfather all were Democrats. Well, you voted, you, you voted Democrat when Democrats were the party of race, admitted the party of white supremacy, the party of uh, of uh, of racists and racism, they admitted it. And so, uh, when when I hear people say that uh, I'm 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 a, I'm a Democrat and I'm you know I come from a long line of Democrats, and then I say, well, you know, I believe you're a fool because. Now you see what is the alternative to the Democrat Party. And so many of my brothers and sisters and other family relatives are, are in that party. They're in the party of racism. They're in the party of white supremacy. And yet and still they point the finger at the Republicans. And... Accuse them of being racist and being uh, white supremacists. Uh, so, until we can resolve that, I would suggest that everybody sit back and and just observe, and then ask yourself what it is you're trying to achieve. In my estimation, I, what I would like to achieve is that every person in in this country be able to achieve all they can without any hindrance. And I don't want anybody to give me anything. I don't want anybody to to, uh, set aside (laughs) anything that I'm not entitled to. And and just, just let me achieve uh, whatever I can achieve without any holes and any any uh, any bars, and 
I think that uh, that if we did that, we projected that sentiment across the country, this country would be great again. Not only great, but we would be the greatest, which I believe we are now. But we could truly be great and the greatest country on the face of this earth. And it be acknowledged by everybody involved. As you can hear by the music, we are getting ready to go to a break. If you'd like to join the conversation this morning, that number is 734-822-1600. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Hello, I am Milk, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored. The year 2020 president election. A binary referendum choice of insanity versus sanity. In the year 2016, the Democrat Socialist Party and their presidential candidate, Hillary Clinton, were supremely self-assured that she would win and become the 45th president of the United States. And as president, transformed the nation to a utopian superpower of collectivism. But God, with divine intervention, endowed Republican president candidate Donald Trump with courage, strength, and consecrated wisdom to fight against the odds victoriously. And as in the narrative battle between David and Goliath, Trump became a political David and defeated Hillary to become the 45th United States president. Trump's momentous victory was so shocking that it disrupted the nefarious objectives of Hillary and the Democrats and sent them into a state of derangement and pathological hatred. Albert Einstein, the renowned 20th century scientist, defined insanity as doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Einstein's definition is the cornerstone of my commentary thesis that the year 2020 president elections is a binary referendum choice of insanity versus sanity. The Democrat Socialist Party and their apparatchiks are marinated in lunacy, and lunacy and insanity are inextricably the same. To amplify my assertion, I have listed some of the insanities they accept and the sanities they reject. Democrats accept a weakened, demoralized military, class envy, warfare, and pseudo-victimization, climate change and global warming hoaxes, communism, diversity over unity, evil over good, fascism, liberalism, secularism, and racism, and female mutilations, homosexuality, and transgenderism, along with illegal immigration and sanctuaries for criminals and violation of constitutional laws. Democrats reject English as the national language and Judeo-Christian values. 
United States exceptionalism and the First Amendment of free speech and the Second Amendment right to bear arms and the sanctity of, of procreation, marriage between male and female, and the exclusivity of two biological genders. Denial of one's biological DNA assignment is a form of insanity, but residing comfortably in the Democrat Party is a confused, perverted male president candidate who acknowledges being married to a male. The Democrat Party accepts this form of insanity as normal. The Democrat impeachment hearings against President Trump affirms Einstein's definition of insanity because within their insane plots to sabotage Trump, they keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Such obvious degrees of insanity are quintessential proofs that ambivalence or neutrality regarding the year 2020 president election is unwise because the essential importance is validated by the fact that every lunatic category listed is cataloged in the Democrat Socialist Party platform. And should the Democrats win the 2020 president election, their insanities will be ruthlessly imposed and mandated on the nation with unconscionable tyranny. The year 2020 president election is a binary referendum choice of insanity versus sanity. I hope you vote for sanity. I am milk, logically speaking, uncensored saying, think about it. And thanks again to Milt Harris for sending over that timely commentary because I'm going to go a little bit further and give you a little bit more information about what I was talking about earlier about the maybe the liberty of the office that uh, President Abraham Lincoln had and that he that he used and and yet and still we hear people like Nancy Pelosi often talk about President Trump has violated his oath of office on a because of him carrying out his duties as the executive, the chief executive, the chief law enforcement officer of this country. And yet and still we get people that uh, use some part of his assigned duties in order to, what his assigned duties are, are to protect the, the interests of the American taxpayer, not to be allowing just fantastic amounts of money to be sent to places overseas without any, any real oversight by the so-called people that are in charge of oversight, the Congress. Instead, that same Congress turns uh, away, uh, turns a blind eye to real graft and real corruption in favor of trying to decapitate the country to take out its chief executive because of decisions that he make or has made or will make 
in order to uh, character assassinate him and take him away from his duties and put somebody else in. <laughs> That's the thing. So just to give you a quick uh, overview of what some of the things that Lincoln did in carrying out his duties. And uh, people might say, well, you know, Lincoln was in a war. Well, we are in a war. And there are some specific things that are tangential to President Lincoln's duty in his war and the war that is being carried out right today by President Trump on the border and on the trade status of uh, how we deal with foreign powers. And, and there's no doubt that there's a trade war. So uh, there, are, there are some specific things that the Democrats have been calling and saying about President Trump, calling him and questioning his loyalty to this country. And I think it's despicable. It's, it, that's even worse than the charges that they level at the president about racism and racist intent. I mean, it's disgusting. Uh, Lincoln ordered the military blockade of southern ports. This is an act of war. Only Congress can do that. Now, that's, that's, uh, that's something that, uh, that's, that's, uh, that is debatable. It, only Congress can do that because this is the southern points, ports of America, and Congress might be the only one that can do that because that's America. But in foreign policy, President Trump can do that, or pre, uh, any president would be able to carry out foreign policy decisions and then consult with Congress at the first convenience so he can act. And this is why um, I don't understand why people believe that President Trump has done something illegal by questioning how the money is going to be spent in, a, in this particular situation. But that's number one. Uh, uh, Lincoln ordered the military blockade of southern ports, and they say that that was a violation of the Constitution. That's deep, like I said, that's debatable because that is on American soil, and 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 it probably should have been been a decision made jointly with Congress, but he got away with it. Lincoln ordered hundreds of northern newspapers who dared to speak out against him to be shut down, and their owners and editors were arrested for disloyalty. This is a clear violation of the First Amendment of the Constitution that Lincoln swore to uphold. Well, yeah, I, 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 I say that that probably is. But he, again, he got away with it, and I agree with the decision because uh, they was, they, if you think that the press is bad today, you should have seen some of the, some of the examples of uh, what they said about him and what they called him and Ah, boy, I tell you, um, our president today might be uh, considered lucky. 
But anyway, I'm going to go to uh, line uh, line one, and we're going to talk with the, uh, the co-host of the program, Bruce Flurry. Good morning, Bruce. Morning, Phil. Uh, good, uh, uh, good commentary there. Good, good observations. Um, you know, I was telling Derek, and I've been telling uh, some other folks too, watching uh, Nancy Pelosi doing this uh, fake faux. Uh, Patriot Act uh, on her part, standing in front of these American flags, and she's there in her black and all this type of thing, and time of mourning and all that. Well, you know, maybe we should be in, in, in mourning because this is a direct attack on the United States Constitution. Yes, it is. I, I'm sick and tired, Phil. I've said this before. I'm sick and tired of all these, uh, all these, uh, these, these, these Democrats that wave the Constitution around in your face, and you know, they they really don't know what the hell they're talking about. In fact, I think. Every one of these uh, Democrats need to take a course at Hillsdale College about the Constitution. Yes, and, they do. And, and, they, and, and they should not be allowed in back into their seats in Washington until they, they, they pass it overwhelmingly. You know, that was just one of the things I was, I was thinking about. But, you know, you see... Well, have you... Uh, uh, have uh, you... Uh, almost to a person. Yeah. Uh, uh, congressperson after congressperson coming up, especially like Sheila Jackson Lee. She's there waving the Constitution around like she knows what's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me let, let, let me give you an example. Burst into flame when she uh, when she did that. Yeah, and this this is what what we're up against. We have people that have, have taken an oath. They raised their right hand. They've taken an oath to defend the Constitution against all the all enemies, foreign and domestic, and that type of thing. And half the time, they don't even know what they're talking about. Well, let me give you an example of uh, of some of the luxuries that Lincoln had and some of the things that he did. And I would love to have that power bestowed upon the <laughs> the present president. <laughs> you know, Lincoln ordered the arrest of Ohio Congressman Clement Vallelagan for the crime of speaking out against him. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if President Trump <laughs> had that had, was able to arrest the congressman for bad mouthing him? So, well, 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 you know, uh, again, we're we're looking at at, at, a, at a bunch of people who have no idea. They talk about uh, abuse of power. Well, every president that you can name was probably guilty uh, to one extent or another of abusing their power. You know, all the way back to Washington, where he went around Congress and had John Jay out there, uh, you know, speaking on his behalf to foreign leaders. Um, you had, I, I think, even the uh, Louisiana Purchase, maybe that that could be an abuse of power. I believe uh, Jefferson uh, was the one who said, well, I, I, I went ahead and did this and let Congress debate it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. every, every, single, every single president, Phil, has probably, under this definition, which is really, really sketchy, and if you look at both of these articles in impeachment, abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, uh, wait, wait a second, wait a second. Executive privilege is not obstruction of Congress, because the way the, thing, the, way the system is set up is if there is a dispute, between the executive and the legislative branch, then who steps in and arbitrates the dispute? The Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court, if you look at Fast and Furious, my God, people actually died in Fast and Furious, Phil, including uh, Border Patrol agent Brian Terry. And what did, uh, what did uh, uh, Eric Holder do? He went ahead and, and, uh, and invoked executive privilege. Well, yeah, and, but... And this, they... this whole thing is just... They did and, and he was upheld by the uh, by the court. They did the and same now we're thing. We're finding on... out some of these documents, which and I don't think we have all the documents from Fast and Furious. 
Well, this is crazy, Phil. What a, this is a this is a blatant. It's not just a silent coup now. It's a very loud and uh, right up uh, up front for everybody to see coup against the president of the United States. Well, let's go. Let's what, go to Benghazi. The, the same. Going, this, the same uh, nonsense. Every single one of these Democrats, especially the ones in the uh, the the uh, the, uh, uh, the the thirty one districts, I guess that uh, that in states that voted for Trump, uh, they're walking a plank. And they are going, and they're and they're going to wind up hitting the water because there's a lot of them that are going to be uh, that are going to be uh, voted out. Now, Khalid probably won't be voted out. Uh, Omar and AOC, well, maybe so, but a lot of these people are are going to be voted out. And when we take over the uh, when we take over the the, the the house, which I believe we will, um, you know, they, just imagine how these these people's heads are going to explode then. Well, Bruce, you know what? It's it's uh it's a very good um uh, idea that we might do uh pretty well in the elections, but you know what? If we are going to do well in this election, we better understand that we should be looking to do uh certain things and have certain criteria that we try to reach because I'm telling you the, the, these Democrats <laughs> are uh, willing and able to do everything, including voter fraud. So yeah. we must be on the ever alert, and that's why I, you know, I'm uh, understand Mitch McConnell's idea of not opening this up. But we need to open this thing up, and and all of the avenues that the Democrats have gone down. And and uh, closed off to to to, to uh, conservatives. We have got to take those back. The, what I mean by that is, we've got to close off these loopholes with this voting thing because they're spiking the the the, the ballot boxes. We've seen it here, not just in Detroit but in Southfield. We've seen it happen. Because yeah. and they were caught red-handed. And so that's why where we can investigate, we should investigate and open this thing up and make sure that they understand that we're watching and we're not going to allow them to cheat and, 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 and then accuse us of cheating when we're not, but they are. Yeah. Well, you know, also, Phil, we, what, we've, what we've got to uh, remember is that the the Democrats' definition of voter suppression is when uh, people don't vote for them. Exactly right. Exactly right. And 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 you see what the rush is to get uh, illegals uh, yeah. driver's license so they can come in and and pepper the box with uh, four or five different uh, uh, licenses because we don't really have a way of identifying people that are. Uh, you know, here illegally and are, are going to get driver's license. You know, we don't know how many uh, yeah. aliases they have. Well, and not only that, but you look at the the uh, look at the reason why they want to flood flood this uh, this nation with so many so many uh, uh, refugees or folks from other countries. Um, on the one hand, yeah, they want the Democrats to vote, and the Republicans want the cheap labor. But they're bringing they're bringing in the labor because we are aborting way too many of our children. Uh, before they're even born, yeah. they can grow up and they can become productive members of society. So, you know, when you look at it, you're in, you, you said this many times on the program, on the broadcast, that 
if you look at practically everything that uh, every issue uh, that uh, and that that is uh, of, of importance, or even uh, not 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 that important, but still uh, still out there, has to do with life. Yes. If you don't life, you don't have your freedom. You don't have uh, 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 property, pursuit of happiness, or any of that thing. Right. So we we need to need to drill down on and. Uh, you know, we uh, hopefully with the over the course of the uh, the next uh, you know, couple of weeks, we uh, keep hammering at home before the new year. But yes. uh, before, I just want to wish everybody, and especially you, Phil, uh, a Merry Christmas, uh, Mary, uh, and Mary, your beautiful wife, uh, Mary, and your kids, your entire family. And I want to wish all the listening audience out there, you know, the, the merriest of Christmases. And uh, I will be talking to you guys uh, in the studio next Saturday. All right, Stay Bruce. Studio. Thanks so much, and thanks so much for the kind words. Well, it's, it's right from the heart, my friend. Right All right. All right. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye-bye now. All right. Okay. We're going to go to Bill from the Upper Peninsula. Good morning, Bill. Yeah, good morning, Phil. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing halfway good and halfway bad because it's such an ugly, ugly situation <laughs> coming out of Washington. Yeah, it's a Christmas present from the other party, I guess. It's just hanging over everyone's head. From the other side. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> the other side, it could be taken in more than one way. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, my question is, is uh, what kind of false flag do you think they're going to pull between now and the Senate actually doing whatever they're going to do, or are they going to hold the impeachment? for as long as they want until this false flag occurs. I mean, well, you, a lot of things could occur in this country in a short time, and it could wind up anything. Well, if, if you watched any of the, uh, the ABC uh, numbers, uh, letters, call letters, uh, you know, CNN and all of those, everybody, when, uh, when they, they said he was impeached, the first thing they said was, what a stain on the president's record. Of, of impeachment, right? They, right. I mean, they went at it after that, after the, uh, the, uh, the vote, once they said he's impeached. I mean, they really went at it. Oh, he's been impeached, and it's, it's going to be a stain. He's going to be among the worst presidents ever in the country. And they are playing this up as if he had absolutely no accomplishment since he's been in there, and he's accomplished Scads more in his first uh, three years of office than any other president. I mean, and he these are significant things because they have affected people in a mighty, mighty pos positive way. Uh, minorities, black Americans, Hispanic Americans are employed at an unprecedented rate. And that goes for everybody, every demographic. Yeah, and I, there I, is yeah, a, you don't have to sell that to me. I understand. I mean, we yeah. feel it everywhere. And 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 again, the the uh, improvement is measurable. You know, th this is a a raise for the middle class. The middle class has actually reaped tangible and noticeable amounts of money in their pocket, and it's provable. And yet, the Dem Democrats are saying, oh, you know, the times have never been worse. Okay, you know, the, like you said, you don't have to prove it to you. You, you see it. You know it. Well, I'm yeah. hoping that translates to votes in the box. 
I'm hoping so, too, but then when you hear the amount of registered voters in the city of Detroit is greater than the number of voting-aged residents, yes, and that's probably happening all over the state and all over the country, then you really begin to worry. Well, we know that it's happening in Southfield. <laughs> hey, wow. uh, if you like, you can call back after the break uh, and wow. finish your thought. No, I, I'm enjoying the show, so I'll just wish you a Merry Christmas well, and uh, keep well, listening. A very Merry Christmas to you also, and we will see you on the other side. Folks, if you'd like to join the conversation, that number 734-822-1600. We'll be right back after these messages. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135. No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around believe that America is the land of opportunity. Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your All-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. And we are back after uh, a few words of uh, commercial. Um, so, I'm going to continue with, uh, with where I left off because I feel like this is an important concept that we need to look at. You see... The violation that the president is accused of is, uh, is not an impeachable offense, and it is certainly not um, a grave uh, mis- uh, misstep on the part of the president. What it is is a president that has shown that he understands what needs to be done to bring respect and honor back to the United States. And I say honor, I mean that we won't be looked upon as suckers, as uh, sugar daddies, as people that will do anything uh, to buy friendship around the world. If you want our friendship, says President Trump, you are going to be a friend Indeed, not a friend in need. And so that's why, again, we are fortunate to have a president that is a, is a disruptor, is a bull in the china shop. And all we get is idiots like uh, Robert De Niro and Meghan McCain and Whoopi Goldberg, who... Uh, wants to go around and accusing people of all kind of, of racism and stuff and uh, 
talk about people being in blackface and all of that, and here she is in white braids. Ah, uh, boy. So here we go. Uh, the some of the other things that President Trump, uh, President Lincoln, was able to do. <laughs> Lincoln oh, again ordered the, uh, the arrest of Congressman Clement Valagain for the crime of speaking out against him. Ex parte Merriman, Chief Justice of the U.S. Roger Taney, sitting as a judge of the United States Circuit Court for the District of Maryland, ruled that Lincoln had violated the U.S. Constitution when he illegally suspended the writ of habeas corpus. After hearing this, Lincoln signed an arrest warrant to have the Chief Justice of the U.S. arrested. <laughs> now, uh, the reason why I find this so hilarious is because they they say that uh, President Trump violated his oath of office and is in the Constitution by by sh making sure that the money, um, even though it was a fairly small amount, in the way of uh, foreign policy, the way we throw around trillions and billions of dollars. Uh, this was uh, was a sm fairly small amount of money, but he wanted to make sure that the country with the reputation of being a very corrupt country, he wanted to make sure that the money was going where it should be after uh, Joe Biden, the guy that looks like... Uh, Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Walter. Yeah, Walter. He looks like Walter of uh, uh, the puppet that uh, that uh, the, that the puppet. Um, that's that's who he looks like to me. He looks like Walter, the old man that uh, that sits up there and as if uh, he's got a pickle stuck in his throat. But that, that Joe Biden is the one that started all of this when he, he admitted that he actually did uh, extort money from the president of, of the Ukraine or some, some official in the Ukraine because he said, I'll give you, I'm going to be leaving here in six hours if you haven't fired him by then. <laughs> we're, 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 you won't ever get the money. And so he ended up getting the money to him because they, they, they capitulated and said, okay, we, we give, we want the money. And he, and he got it. Now, nobody says anything about him taking a bribe or extorting the people, but they want to make all of the effort to say that the president is the one that's wrong because he wanted to know whether or not there was something tied to it, and if it was, who was it that's tied to it? I, I, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with what he did. But you know, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go right quick to, uh, to the lines again, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll get uh, a line two in uh, Elizabeth from Troy. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, Phil, and thank you again for what you do. 
Um, I was at the Trump rally on Wednesday. I volunteered. It's the first time I was a volunteer for a rally, so it was interesting. We got in the stadium or in the arena early on, although we waited outside in the bitter cold for about three hours, even though they told us to be there at a certain time. Anyway, so it was very exciting. What's that? I'll say, wow, to stand out there, it was a pretty chilly night. It was cold, and I did not dress to stand outside. They told us to be there no later than 11 o'clock because um, volunteer training was going to start promptly at 11.15. And so we got there about 10.30 to make sure, you know, that we could park. We, the the parking structure was cool. Anyway, it, it was an interesting event, even getting there at 10.30 in the morning. Um, wow. Because parking was was very challenging, and you couldn't park anywhere near the stadium. They had the parking structure full of people. The people that spent the night spent wow. the night in the parking structure. Goodness so gracious! Being at a being at a Trump rally is very exciting, as you know. Oh, I can he elicits it. high positive energy, and being with. Patriots, fellow Patriots, is always very exciting. Yes, and and I listened to Theron's um, replay of Wednesday, and he talked about. I actually texted him a couple of times, sent him pictures. Um, there were a lot of young people too, which is wonderful because if we don't have young Patriots, we're in big trouble. Big trouble. Yeah. So there were a lot of college students and and young, you know, twenty some year olds. Well, that's and really heartening to hear. It is. It is. And and there the the patriots that we have. Mike Detmer was there, and um, Whitney Williams, who are running for offices. Yes. And I, I heard you talking about Rashida Tlaib and how she's going to get voted out. Well, yeah, I would, I would hope so, but uh, well, you, you never in know. In my observation, the people running against her aren't strong enough, and yeah. the money that they have behind them, because they've got George Soros money, they have millions of dollars, yes. you know, to, to get them elected. Yes, they do. And um, we need to find some big pockets who are patriots and aren't afraid, you know, to start donating big money. Because if we don't have big money, we're going to continue to, to lose seats. And as I stated before, patriots, conservatives need to not be so nice. Yes. The, the, the leftist, socialist, Democrats are loud and in your face, and they get all the attention and, uh, you know, us conservatives, are just, you know, laying in the dust. So we need not to be afraid to bark back at them. Yeah, and that's that's one of the reasons why it is so important that we get the information out there because, like, just like this this impeachment, I mean, under this impeachment, there is, there is so much graft and corruption. Yeah. And, and it needs to be uncovered and laid out there. And then, and then ask the people that are sitting on the fence or going uh, all the way to vote for the people on the left. You know, you you got we we have to be able to show them just how corrupt, just how. You know what? And and it doesn't matter. Information is irrelevant, irrelevant, irrelevant. 
if we don't if we're not loud and yeah. and present enough. Yeah. You can't you can't just give people information because they 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 don't care. And I, I, I'm not sure how we can do it, but we have to figure out some Well you you gotta put the put the stuff on the table and tell them, well, you know what? This is uh this is the alternative. We yeah, you want corruption, you want you but, want but they've been young people have been educated to know that socialism is the way to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. they they have been working as you know, you know, you homeschooled your kids because of it. They have been working to get kids to think socialism is is the only kind thing to do. Yes. So we have to And it's the sure coolest that, thing you can do in politics. My my poster for the Trump rallies is socialism is not American. Yeah. And it's a big in your face poster. And I usually get interviewed by the you know, by the young journalists who are writing for the papers. And and my question to them is do you think that you're going to live well under socialism? No, you're not. You're going to be, if we can find garbage, I'm old, I'm in my 70s, you know, I'm not going to be eating garbage, but young people are, and as you know, with Sharia, and that's what, that's what the Democrats are allowing to happen, Sharia, you know, little girls are going to be so abused, and my high school friends don't think that their granddaughters are going to be living under those conditions, and they are, if we allow this to continue, so... Anyway, thanks for your program and listening and all that. And every conservative needs to get out there and fight like their lives depend on it because they do. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yep. And I'm I'm uh, so glad that uh, that you were able to to get there to the uh, to the event and enjoy it every minute of it because I watched. It, I I enjoyed every minute I was watching. It was exciting. Yes, it was. I I loved it. it. Thanks again. It, 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 Oh, go okay. ahead. Thanks. Okay. All right. We will uh we will talk to you later. Okay, we're going in line one and Milt Harris. Good morning, Milt. How you doing, Phil? That was beautiful to hear my buddy, my patriot Liz. Yes. She is a fighter, a fighter. I've heard her on many stations and I love her dearly. Yes. She is a patriot. And I want to say this morning, Phil, uh, I'm going to irritate uh your some of your secular servants of Satan. Because I'm going to wish you a Merry Christmas and Bruce and 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 Derek and and Theron and this all the all listening audience. I want to wish a Merry Christmas. Merry no Christmas, happy holiday. With you. Merry Christmas. I'm okay? right there with you. And I know I know they're going to be upset because like they was upset at Judge Gorsuch when he missed Merry Christmas. You know this the secular servants of Satan. That's what they do. You know what I mean? They get irritated when you have you do the right thing because they're so wrong and they're insane. I, we have to start <laughs> labeling them as insane. Yes. They are institutional lunatics, okay? Yes. So I want to start right quick, Sophia, because I know time is limited. This impeachment nonsense against Trump, this is a effort to sabotage his administration because the main prize that they're looking at is that he will have an opportunity to name a Supreme Court justice. Yes. And if you know, liberals don't win through popular vote of the people. They win through judicial fiat. The court is what gets them what they want. Yep. And they know that if they don't have the court, they lose. Yes. And this is, this is why they are so adamant about trying to stop Trump 
because they need to have somebody up there who's going to allow them to nominate all these judges and stand to make all these unconstitutional decisions. And as Liz say, the fight is real. But see, what's happening here is this, Phil. The Democrats are fighting to win, and the so-called conservatives on our side oftentimes is fighting the war of less pretend. Yeah. You see, and that's a big difference, you see? And, and you know, and, and uh, when you look at this thing about obstruction of Congress, Phil, that's impossible to do unless you control both houses. No Republican voted for those articles of impeachment. So you can say that they, they tried to sell, he tried to block the House of Representatives, but you can't say Congress. And this is the misnomer. When you're dealing with people who are word deceivers, they use the word to make people think that all the Congress is against Trump. No, no, no. If you have a house with two doors and you can only block one, Phil, how can you obstruct? Yeah. How can I stop you from leaving and coming right. in if the door is available for you to right. get, get out and in, right? So that's the misnomer. We need to start telling the truth about these people. No obstruction of justice, I mean, of Congress can be possible unless you control both houses. Because yeah. you have two houses. Congress consists of that. Don't make a plural of just one house. And then I want to say this real right quick. We got to put on the whole armor of God. If you allow me, I'm going to read this right quick. It is not too long. I'm reading from Ephesians 6, uh, 11 through 14. And, and, and it, says, uh, it says from the beginning, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, yes. against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand. Therefore, having your lawns girded with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Phil, that says it all right there. Yes, it does. We're yes. fighting against evil. Yes. You and as Liz said, you said, if we don't get out there and fight and take these people on a uh, 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 frontal assault on them, That's right. they're going to win. Whenever yeah. you can tell little boys and little girls that they can, they, they can switch their gender, that's evil. Yes, it is. Whenever you can take little girls, and mutilate them, keep them from having what God has given them to do, to be the producers of, 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 of babies. And saying, that's evil. And, saying, and we have to start calling these people that, that feel we cannot sit back and think that, well, they're just nice. And saying, because if you look at history, the, war, the, the, the prosecution and persecution of Trump is not new. The Democrat Party from the time of George Washington has been a party of racism, slavery, uh, domination and 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 evil, and you can and and you, you when you look at it, uh, the blacks during uh, that those times, many of them was accused, convicted, and killed. A little boy, Emmett Till, it was done that to him. You see, so this is this is nothing new in what they're doing to Trump because they are the party of evil, and they are insane. And we need to start using that word more and more because anytime you have anybody. You stand who uh, uh, come out and accuse people of crimes which they have not committed, and then try to eliminate them. That's insanity, Phil. So, like I say, people need to read Ephesians uh, 11 through 14, and uh, and 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 realize that we're wrestling we're wrestling against not flesh and blood. Yes. 
And, and you know, when, when you look at these Benedict Arnold Republicans like Bill Crystal and Sally Ann Conway's husband, how can they be we are the people if they are against we the people? And, and, and a lot of people don't have the nerve to call them out and say, well, wait a minute. If you are a conservative, if you are a patriot, then why aren't you on my side? And if, and if I'm you, then I should be on your side. Some of us, one of us is wrong. Yeah. Saying, Both of us can't be right, Phil. And I want to say to you, and like I said to uh, Bruce and, and Tyrone and, and Derek and everybody on the station, to all your listening audience, let's put on the breastplate of armor. Yes. Let's prepare for 2020 because the fight has just begun. Yes, sir. And, and, they, and they are determined to eliminate us because this is why they are so so angry. They was almost there, Phil. Yes, they, they were. They was knocking on the door. Yep. You said, And God intervention saved this country and said, for another uh, four years so far. And if we don't get out there and fight these evil people, these insane people, these evil people, we're going to lose this country because when you listen to these people, I don't know if you uh, listen to any of that Democrat fiasco, but when you got a guy up there like booty boy, who's pretending that he is normal. Is this what you want your kids to be uh, uh, educated about? When, and they're already doing it. And the Democrats accept them wholesale. So what I'm saying, everybody who believes we the people is under attack. You see? And so from, from starting with the, the new year, we got to change our tactics because, like I said, the Democrats fight to win. And so far, a lot of Republicans are fighting the war of let's pretend, and that won't win it for us. That's okay? right. So, so, Phil, I want you to keep up the, excuse me, keep up the good work and, and remember that uh, the Benedict, Benedict Arnold uh, Republicans, you understand, are no friend of ours. You understand? That's they are exactly no friend right. of ours. And we have to start exposing these people with truth. And one thing they dislike about Donald Truth, see, Donald Truth is so transparent. He's like a window frame without a window pane. <laughs> I mean, you can see him. He, he's not hiding. And they cannot stand the truth because the truth will set us free. And, and, and lies won't hold up. And you see how the lies that the, that the Democrats have been putting out, every time you look around, they're falling apart. And they point the finger at somebody else. Well, well, well that's their tactic. Yes. I mean, the, the best tactic of somebody who is who is in crime and doing evil, is to pretend that it's not them. Yeah. You know, it's like an arsonist is out there setting fires, and he's the first one to call the fire department. Yep. So people think that it's not him or her, whatever. And that's what these people do. When you talk about, uh, when, when you hear uh, uh, Schiff and all these people talk about the Constitution, Phil, how in the world can you be for the Constitution when you want to take away our First Amendment rights, our Second Amendment rights, and everything else in the Constitution, you let in these illegal immigrants, you understand? Uh, uh, and, and, and in and New York, I heard that they just, and New Jersey, they're giving driver's license to illegal illegals, immigrants. Yes. Yeah. You know what that's about, yeah. Phil? That's so they can vote. They are setting up this election to win by any means necessary. Not, not only vote, Mill. you are illegal, Mil, you but, are illegal. Yeah, but they they not only setting them up to vote, they're setting them up to vote often, Early and regularly, and regularly, <laughs> and, 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 and 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 I know this for a fact from my own experience. When you're sitting at that voting desk, you understand. If you have a buddy or a friend, 
You said you can do a lot of things and let them vote. You That's right. By telling them how to vote, uh, who to vote for. That's and right. don't think that that ain't happening down there in Dearborn and all these other enclaves where you have these illegal immigrants in this country. That's right. You they are voting illegally, and they, and that's the reason why the Democrats say they don't want voter ID. That's right. And you know, and I know that you need ID for everything. You get, you almost need ID to go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 yet still, all of a sudden, I'm not all of a sudden, but the Democrats we don't want voter ID. The reason why they don't want it because it disallows them. It's the truth. Say, it's the truth. It's, and, you know, it, and, it, and, it, and it, we it, need to fight for it. Now, how in the world can an illegal immigrant get driver's license and drive on the street because they need insurance, right? Yep. So how do you how do you be here illegally and get insurance? Well, they tell you that they're, 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 the streets are going to be safer because they give illegals. Man, I tell you, these I people. I mean, this, that, that's convoluted, Phil. Yeah, and what the, I'm saying just like Elizabeth said, if we don't fight against it, we should be. We, that should be an outcry. Yeah, but you know what? No. Every legal person in this country against that. Show us in the in the Constitution. Show us in the laws in the United States where illegals can become legal just by you saying so. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, it is it is what they have decided that uh, that they want, and uh, just look at the numbers. Just look at the numbers mm-hmm. and look at the number of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and you know what, Phil? See, when you look at the Democrats, listen to this. They say you are legal because we say so, right? Yeah. Then they also tell people you can become a man or a male because we, you say yes. so. Yes, yes. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So, Phil, look here. I don't got to go. But anyway, I want to say again. Bless your station, man. Let's fight and keep the fight going, man. And best to everybody that's listening. God bless America. And let's stay with Trump because this is our effort to take keep this country, okay? Yes, it is. Got to go. Okay, Phil. Take care now. Folks, we got another half an hour. Come on back, and we will be back after these messages. You're listening to the Abolitionists' Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Despite recent agreements between the United States and Mexico, a record number of Western civilization-hating migrants are at the U.S. border. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. I understand that President Trump wants to get along with Mexico's socialist dictator, but please, Mr. President, understand that Mexico has lied like a rug to you. And as a result, our republic is in imminent danger as record numbers of African, probably Islamic migrants are chomping at the bit to get in and live off the fat of the land and do harm as their Quran dictates. Mexico agreed to stop the stinking hordes at the border, but obviously that is not the case. I realize it is futile to get help from Congress because the controlling Democrats want to see our beloved republic fundamentally transformed, making it hell on earth for we the people who appreciate our exceptional nation to live in peace and tranquility. But you, Mr. President, have the authority to deal with the clear and present danger to our republic. See to it, sir and ensure your re-election in 2020. I'm 
Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.talkspot.com for news updates and other great stuff. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And we are back. And I want to give you a couple of more examples of, uh, uh, of, of what actually has been violations of a constitution by a president. But at the time, the presidency was a very, very powerful institution. The Democrats have weakened the power of the president and strengthened the power of the courts and of the opposition party, the Democrat Party. And so that's how we have set up a two-tiered system where today the president carries out his, his, uh, his official duties and is charged with, uh, <laughs> with all kind of, 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 of things. And then when the formal impeachment occurs, there is no impeachable uh, uh, offenses committed by this president. And actually, in gathering the information on this, if it was brought out in an investigation, it would be uh, evident that there is just corruption and fraud and lies and, and felonious uh, material being spread about the president. And actually, if, if, uh, if the Senate doesn't uh, open this up and bring it out, uh, we've got investigations going on, and the Horowitz investigation was, uh, came up wanting. I mean, it was lacking uh, a remedy for what has been going on with the intelligence agencies in the country. So this is why I am so adamant about the fact that we need an investigation by the Senate. Okay, we're going to go to line one, and uh, and uh, we have on our lines Ron Edwards. Good morning, Ron Edwards. Hey, good morning, Phil. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Excellent. Well, I call because uh, you, you know, I'm having a good conversation there about the president and the, the horrible f- treatment that he continues to receive all for doing good for our republic, uh, putting our, uh, how dare President Trump put America first? Um, you know, as the president said, that he was voted in office to serve the American people, not the world. And, uh, you know, the globalist pigs uh, surround him, want to eat him alive and destroy him because he literally wants to build up our nation. I mean, that's that's the, the, the real bottom line of all of this, because if you remember... When they thought that he was one of them, they loved him. They heralded him, and uh, they all wanted to be around him because he was the Donald. Yes. And uh, see, he was. There's an old saying: you can be in the world, but not of the world. Yes. And he was in and around them, but he was not of them. Yes. He was not participating in their devious activities. Many of them are uh, pedophilia uh, promoters. Many of them are homosexual promoters. 
Uh, many of them were, you know, they just had, they were, un- he also became very irritated with them, but he never let them know because they were unpatriotic. But he he let one know, Epstein. Yeah, Epstein, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, everyone draws a line. Yeah. You know, when you know that somebody's fooling around with children the wrong way, yeah. that will tick off anybody that had any, uh, just a drop of decency in them. Exactly. And uh, he said, get off my property. He, he just kicked them out and... Uh, and a lot, and the also um, Trump. A lot of people don't know this, that the Trumpster has been uh, orchestrating a worldwide investigation and overthrow of the pedophilia movement yeah. uh, around the world. So mm-hmm. he is obstructing, thank God, the evil doings of Americans around the world. Remember, we had a president before him that would force nations to adopt homosexuality and make it legal and force them to promote it in order to receive USA. Yeah. I mean, this is, this country was really promoting a lot of evil things under Ali Obama and under some other presidents before Ali Obama. And I think Ali Obama was the worst of the worst, but, uh, you know, Trump is putting an, an end to that kind of stuff. And the reason why, I don't know if you've ever gotten into discussions, especially with, uh, you know, some uh, black folks, and they talk about, well, they, they like uh, uh, Obama around the world. They don't, they don't yeah. like Trump like they used to like Obama. Yeah. Well, anytime somebody kisses your backside, yes. you're going to like that, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and, and they give you the money, and they do whatever you want. Oh, you can, you can screw over our nation. And in fact, we're going to help you screw over the United States of America. Yeah. Of course they're going to like you, but did they respect him? No. Yeah. And that's, bowed, and, and that's uh, to Saudi Arabia. That's the example of, uh, of uh, Ukraine. Uh, that was first and foremost was the fact that not only was Joe Biden and people of that administration uh, participating in corruption, yeah. but then they, they were blowing it in your face. Yes. You know, I mean, and that's what Joe Biden did. He threw it in everybody's face. And then when he says something about it, the, all of that wrath is projected onto him. Yeah. And they accuse, if ever you're around a leftist pig, they always accuse you. They'll point their fingers at you. And mind you, when you point one finger out, you got three pointing back. Whenever a leftist accuses you of, let's say, being bigoted or hateful, it is actually they who are guilty of that. I've mm-hmm. never, ever gotten into a discussion with a leftist who accused me of being a bigot. They have accused me of that. Every one of them were actually the bigots themselves. They were the ones who were bigoted against Christianity. They were the ones who were bigoted against uh, those of us who don't want to poison our children with, uh, you know, sitting on the laps of freaks in libraries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they were the ones who uh, got angry at folks who wanted uh, the churches, you know, to be clean and to get rid of these dirty pastors and things that were going on in the Catholic Church. They're the ones who get angry at you and call you a bigot or, if you're white or racist, if you just only want to seal the southern border and to protect our American heritage. See, you're a bigot. You want to protect American heritage. What's that about? Uh, I had a discussion with someone at um, 
the radio station where I produced the commentaries in, 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 in uh, Metro Detroit. And uh, the guy said, uh, it was, in fact, he was responding to one of my commentaries a few weeks ago, and he said, well, what's the problem with the open borders? We took this land from somebody else. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I said, tell me you didn't say that. I said, please tell me you're not that stupid. I said, oh, I'm, I said, oh my God, I've got to sit down. I said, your stupidity is, is just is overwhelming me. Yeah. I said, first of all, if you want to go that route, I'll play a stupid game with you. Did you know that uh, Mexico, because we were talking about the Mexicans coming over the border. I said, do you know who founded Mexico? Where, how did that come about? You, they were Mexicans were there. I said, are you, are you serious? I said, Where do you, have you heard of, of Spain? Have you ever heard of the conquistadors? Mm-hmm. I said, every nation was conquered. And, you know, they conquered the land, and that was the way, that's the way it is, or yeah. it was. And I said, that is, that is history. So don't, why do you take America, and the country you live in, and want to use that as the only, like, act like that's the only country that that ever happened? Well, you had a lesser people. That's, that's the way uh, what force was it was the way it was. I mean, people weren't yeah. going to give things up. You know, that's just the way it is. And 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 uh, if you can't defend your border, if you can't defend your country, you don't have a border or a country. Yeah, and see, if you and you can look in the Bible, and this and this you know, I'm backed up by scripture. If you are a nation or a tribe, and you decide to worship the earth, the animals, you name your children after low beings like running wolf, mm-hmm. you know, um, tump, chief tumbleweed or whatever, and, you're, and you base your name. See, every word has power, and you base your society on that level of, 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 of living you are going to be defeated. You, you turn away from the real and the true and living God, right? And you worship the, 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 the beings, the creatures, instead of the Creator. Well, the Creator is not with you because, well, he, he, he lets you worship whatever you want to. He gives us all sovereign choices. And if you as a nation decide to not pay attention to the living God that created us, well, he's not obligated to protect you or to grant grant you wisdom, to, to 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 so you can protect yourself. Yes. One of the reasons why the United States was so great was because she wasn't perfect, but she did recognize God, and God has been with us. God is becoming; it's it's turning around, and he's he's with us again. I believe he's given us a period of time to repent, to get things right. I think next year they're going to really start attacking us. The Trumps is going to be reelected. Make no doubt about it. Uh, it's a struggle, but that's okay. As long as we keep battling the way we're doing, he's going to be reelected. I can, I can almost guarantee you that. Yeah. Um, he's going to be reelected, I, I promise you. Well, um, I, 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 uh, I, I share your enthusiasm, boy, but I'm, I'm never underestimating those Democrats to come up right. with. You and pull don't, a rabbit out of their hat. And don't. God requires us to fight yeah. and fight hard. As long as he sees us fighting yeah. and we're fighting up under, under him, we're, we're, we're praying to him at night for wisdom. I, I, 
based on the word. I'm not promise you, promising you based upon Ron Edwards. I'm pr- promising you based upon the promises of God that we shall overcome this stuff because it is in our hearts. You know, what do you say, onward abortion. Christian soldiers? Yeah, it's, it's, it's in our hearts to get rid of abortion. Yes. And starting next year, that's going to start being attacked in earnest. And uh, it may take a couple of years, but or abortion will be overturned in our republic. You shall live to see that. Yeah, and I'm uh, going gonna, gonna gonna to be out there though. fighting every inch of the way for it. And that's okay. It's yeah. okay. It's a, it's a fight worth having. <laughs> yeah, but that's the way we got to look at it. It's a fight. It's a fight for the life of this country. Yes. And you're fighting for your grandchildren, your children, your children, you know. Yeah. It, you're fighting for our heritage. That's and, right. And, and, and it's a good fight to be. It's we're on the right side, man. And I, right. I, I, I look forward to the day in a couple of years when we have, when you will see the results of our fighting. Yeah. You're going to see it, man, and you're going to be very, very pleased with the outcome. And um, a lot of well, Ron, people... I'm I'm so glad you called and brought us a little okay. inspiration this uh, this morning. And I okay. want to wish you a merry, very merry Christmas, you and Thank your you. family. And uh, boy, I want to tell you that I can't be uh, more happy with the with the foxhole mate that I, that you are. Because I know you're fighting just as hard as I am for these principles that we both share. Amen. And uh, Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to everyone in the audience. And God bless you. God bless America. And may America bless God. Thank you, Brian Edwards. And uh, we will be speaking with you. Amen. Bye now. Bye. And we got a few minutes left in the, uh, in the show this week. And we will continue with... Some, some of the, the thing, but what I want to do is I, I want to give you some of the other things that Lincoln did and quickly point to the, the things that our Congress accomplished <laughs> this year, even though they accomplished very, very little until they impeached the president because they know that they stepped on a landmine and uh, they are going to pay the, the rewards of their folly. Uh, the, um, the president uh, at the time, uh, Lincoln, you know, he, he did some things that were definitely, as we look back, they were definitely violations of his his constitutional authority but he was able to like like I said he was able to get away with it because the power of the presidency hadn't been watered down by the democrats because they were still trying to get back to uh, to level board after the civil war and so what we what we find is that well, Lincoln, uh, the things that he did, he did because the country was at war. But I say that the United States is at war today. The, the war to keep that border closed, get that border closed, not keep it, but get it closed, and then maintain it on a closed level so we can uh, uh, allow into the country 
people that we want to bring in because they come in to help the country, not to change the, the heritage of the people of the country. And that's exactly what's happening because, as you see, um, probably 99% of the, the people that are coming across that border, if they get the opportunity to vote, they're voting for the people that are going to keep it so they can get more of their uh, people that they believe are what should be running this country. And they will be running it if we keep that back door open like it is. So um, when, when we look at things like uh, the late Elijah Cummings, the, this man had charges of felonies for his participation with the FBI, I mean the IRS, excuse me, the IRS with collusion. They colluded with the IRS to expose information that shouldn't have been exposed about different Tea Party groups and things like that. And that is a felony. And, it, and, and there's no doubt about it that it could be done. But what did they do? They obstructed because Daryl Issa was the Speaker of the House at that time. And the Republicans controlled Congress. So this guy got away with felonious uh, uh, activities with another uh, agency of the government, the FBI. So this stuff has been going on for years. And the Democrats have been getting away with it, basically, probably Republicans, too. But, but what, we, what we do know, that it, it is a felony to, to, for the IRS to give people's information out. Now they are going into in the court and trying to get this information on the president. Now, it's a felony when they do it like Elijah Cummings did. But it's all right if you take a subpoena and ask for, for information about a person that was before he even became the president. So this, is, this shows you how uh, the, the Democrat Party has, has just uh, corrupted every institution that we have that's supposed to protect your and my privacy, but they are the first ones that cry that they have a right to privacy. They are, and, and they, but this is why I keep mentioning the fact that this is a two-tiered system. The Democrats have corrupted all of the law enforcement agencies, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, and all of these alphabet Government agencies are corrupted by the Democrats. And let's not forget the State Department. They probably are the longest-running uh, corrupted agency in the government, and they've been corrupt for many, many years. You remember, that's what Joe McCarthy was all about, about the corruption and the communists that are in our State Department back in the 50s and the 40s. 
And it's been going on ever since the State Department is rotten and it needs to be blown up. I'm talking about the whole thing needs to be started all over again. But first, we've got to take back the House of Representatives. That should be our first objective so we don't have witch hunts continually digging up stuff that that uh if uh if anybody's if it's anybody's business it should be between the 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 courts to make a decision as to whether or not that should be it shouldn't be the FBI working with people like shift and going into your private papers because that is a privacy matter when the FBI and the other agencies start to meddling around in your in your private papers that is that is something that we have yet to see in this country on a large scale until this recently and it needs to be ex- investigated and it needs to be turned over and opened up and and delved into and figured out how we can take it down to the basic component and start all over again. And somebody needs to go to jail. And top on my list is James Comey, John Brennan, Clapper, and all of their henchmen, all of their top aides need to be. And then let's go into the State Department and dig out the corruption there. Folks, we'll see you next week. If you hear, the music is on and our time is over for this week. But next week we will be in. We will have Bruce Flurry sitting in the seat next to me as co-host. And we will go over some more of this and plot out a strategy for how we are going to take back that House of Representatives and get this country on the way to greatness again. Thanks a lot, folks. See you next week. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham! Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.